yielding to God. Today on His GPS for Your SOS, I thought we'd look at the concept of yielding. Defined, it means to give way to arguments. Some people consider it a sign of weakness to yield. Anyone who's been cut off at a four-way stop understands this kind of arrogant bravado. These days in the store, some shopping cart drivers expect you to yield to their royal presence even if they flat-out cut in front of you as if the aisle in which their shopping cart held court belonged exclusively to them. You know what I'm talking about. Yielding is also on the wane in conversation. When it comes to persuading someone an argument, getting the last word in edgewise, that's just another manifestation of grandizing the self in our egocentric culture. As Christians, we are called to be first yielders, just as some paramedics are called to be first responders. We are to put others' needs ahead of our own. That often requires us to yield to comfort, convenience, and to acquiesce many other privileges, like our aforementioned right to be right. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called the children of God. And that's from Matthew 5, 9. Jesus spoke those words, which are part of a larger message, referred to as the Beatitudes. They encompass eight blessings Jesus presented to the crowd in His Sermon on the Mount in the Gospel of Matthew. This verse offers up a handful of wise nuggets. First, it states that those who make peace will receive a blessing. This is comforting to peacemakers because often sacrifice is required when peace is to be achieved from one or more parties. Those who are able to strike peaceful compromise will be called the children of God. This made me think about the converse. For those who choose derision, discord, and even war, whose children are they to become? I don't even want to think about that. When we elect peace over disharmony, we submit to God's authority. We essentially yield to Him and take ourselves out of the equation. I love this verse in James 3.17 that describes yielding like this. But the wisdom from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, open to reason, full of mercy and good fruits, impartial and sincere. When we yield to God's direction, we actually gain more than we sacrifice. For one thing, we delight in His will when we walk in His ways, as we are reminded in Psalm 119.35. We also know from God's Word that He is glorified when we yield. In Titus 2.5, we read that women are to be self-controlled, pure, working at home, kind, and submissive, that the Word of God may not be reviled. That little description encompasses what is known as a Titus woman. Whether you are a man or a woman, you too are called to yield in order to do what encompasses the opposite of reviling, namely to bless, to praise, and to enthuse. Join me in choosing to yield as we reap blessings beyond measure not only in this lifetime, but in the next. And I'd like to read to you an excerpt from my second book, The Trap Door, Abandon, Ignoring Our Agenda to Cling to His. If your to-do list is anything like mine, on it you have short-term items that will be crossed off in a few days, as well as long-term items you've been putting off since the new millennium. If only we could slice ourselves to delegate the non-desirable tasks to the other half. I remember a young expectant mom once confessed to me that she was concerned about the drudgery tasks of motherhood, admitting she preferred arranging flowers over kitchen cleanup. I have often wondered how she fared with the inevitable vomit and potty duties she had no idea that she was facing. Any parent hearing this will likely concede that the work of motherhood is worth the sacrifices in light of the outcome, raising someone you'd likely lay down your life for and in many ways already have. 
Recent statistics show the average cost of raising a child born in 2015 will come to between $233,000 and $284,000, according to a CNN statistic. With a comfortable trip around the world costing around forty dollars a person can make that journey about seven times with the same amount of money, according to the A Little Adrift travel newsletter. I would imagine that if a parent could go back in time and had the ability to reverse parenthood, few would opt out. Most would concur that all the sacrifices were worth it. That is surely how God felt when He sacrificed His Son for you and me and the billions of people who lived and died and are yet to be born. Love prompted God to create Adam and Eve. Love prompted Him to design a plan for redemption that cost Him dearly. Authentic allegiance to God also comes at a cost. We are called to abandon our old way of life and surrender to His will for our lives. The word abandon means to completely give up a course of action, a practice, or a way of thinking. When we become Christians, we give up relying on our own will for our lives as the sole deciding factor of our decisions. The practice of doing whatever we want, in the timing and manner we choose, is ideally replaced with His divine intervention. One way, our way, of thinking is transformed by our minds being renewed, as we read in Romans 12.2. We are indeed no longer conformed to the pattern of this world. The idea of ourselves as deities that's so popular in our culture becomes dead in the water as Jesus navigates our course and captains our ship. Anyone who's ever embraced a goal God had for them that required sacrifice knows the intrinsic rewards. Mother Teresa gave up her affluent life as an 18-year-old in the Balkans to begin her service to God in Ireland, eventually landing in Calcutta. There, she served the poorest of the poor for the rest of her earthly life. She once said, A sacrifice to be real must cost, must hurt, and must empty ourselves. How very true. And the key to kingdom living, abandoning our goals and giving birth to God's goals, can bring us joy. And the doorpost is, for whoever wants to save their life will lose it, but whoever loses their life for me will find it. Luke 9, 24. Thank you for tuning in today to His GPS for Your SOS. Cindy also posts encouragement daily on Instagram. Her first two books in her Planned Door Devotion Trilogy are available on Amazon. Her bi-monthly blogs can be found at cindyyorks.com.